making a decision is actually hard for a lot of people. And there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of mindset stuff. There's a lot of family stuff. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of things that come up for people in making a decision because they're so afraid to make the wrong decision. But a decision is everything. Make a decision. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today is actually going to be a fun one because it is a solo. It is just me and it is my 40th birthday. I am turning 40. I'm actually, you're going to be able to listen to this one week after I turn 40 and I'm recording it a couple weeks before I turn 40. And I am not really a birthday person to tell you the honest truth. Like I just, I've never really been a gifts person. I've not been a person who like loves to celebrate myself. I love to celebrate others. I'm just not like a person who wants to celebrate myself, but I figured 40, it's like a year, right? Like it's one of those milestone things. And I am excited about it, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm in such a better place at 40 than I was 30. I, true story, I remember when I turned 30, Nathan surprised me. It was the only trip he has ever planned in our whole entire like 20 year relationship. Um, He surprised me by taking me to Florida And I think that's the last trip he'll ever plan in our whole entire lives. It's not like it was a bad trip, but I promise you it he could build a $50 million building before um, he could plan a trip. Like that's how much stress and anxiety he had in planning this trip. And I'm sure he used his assistant at the time. And the one thing was he overpaid for everything. And I tried not to be super annoying at the time to be like, oh my God, I could have gotten this for like literally a couple thousand dollars cheaper. But it was the thought that counted. And I was so grateful for him. But All that to be said, I remember we went to um, the 30A strip of beach in Florida. And if you've never been to 30A, it's just like a magical, beautiful, like white sand paradise. And I remember walking on the beach and I was crying. I was like, I cannot believe I'm 30 and this is where I'm at. And it was in the beginning stages of, you know, building my business and figuring out whether I wanted to do this coaching thing or continue on with golf. And did I want to do television? And at the time, I was thinking like uh, sideline reporting for sports. There was just so many things that were going through my head at the time. And it's amazing. And this is just proof like, oh, my gosh, this is just the biggest amount of proof ever that like in 10 years time, I know 10 years seems really long, but it also seems really short because I know exactly, like I know what I was wearing on the beach when I was crying. You know what I mean? Like it's so short. I can't believe that was 10 years ago, but man, it's amazing what can happen 
in a span of 10 years. And my life, my business is completely different. What I do now for a job is completely different than where I was when I turned 30 crying on the beach. And I just thought, wow, just truly, truly incredible. So again, um, you know, I'm super grateful that I've had 40 years on this planet. I know that life is so short and fingers crossed I get 40 more, but it's kind of a weird fucked up thing to say that like, I'm pretty much done half of my life. You know, I, my neighbor Joyce, who I've mentioned on this podcast a thousand times, I just like idolize her and love her. Um, you know, she's like 85 years old and still kicking ass and taking names. And then there's my grandma who has Alzheimer's and is in the hospital and in horrible shape at 85 years old. And I pray that she passes peacefully and doesn't have to suffer. So, I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes 85 is awesome. And sometimes 85 is not so awesome. And there's no guarantee that I'm making it that long. You know, hopefully I get to 85 kicking it and being like Joyce and walking my puppy every single day. But you know, life is not guaranteed. And hopefully I at least get one more day, right? And um, 40 years old. It's, you know, when you're a kid, you think it's just so old. And now I'm just like, oh my God, I, I literally do not. I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before. I don't even feel old enough to do half the shit I do. Like, I don't feel old enough sometimes to like be married and sure as shit, I would have never felt old enough to have kids and do like, like I'm, I'm as grown ass, like midlife adult. And sometimes in my head, I think that I'm still like a kid, which is super weird, but I'm also so responsible. So it's just like so many, contradictions there. But the whole point of today's podcast, because I've seen other people do this, and I've always thought to myself, like, oh, that's really cool. And I've seen people post like 40 lessons. And maybe if you follow me over on Instagram at B Christina, you can uh, see I'm probably going to do a post of my 40 lessons, but I can't really describe it uh, in a post. So I thought I would do a podcast today on my 40 most valuable lessons as I turn 40. And, you know, hopefully you take something away from it. Maybe you could add more to it. I'm always curious to what you guys have to say. I'm always curious if these podcasts resonate with you. So please send me a text message, 501-222-3362. You can text me the word podcast and you and I can go back and forth and text message each other and uh, connect and hopefully I can share something with you that resonates. You know, obviously I'm so well connected with, to my clients. They have so much access to me and, you know, whether that's right or wrong, it is what it is. And I'm just super grateful what I get to do in this world, in my masterminds and my one-on-one coaching. And, um, but if you want to connect with me again, send me a, send me a text message, 501-222-3362. Send me the word podcast and let me know if today any of these 40 lessons resonate with you. And, And um, thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for sharing your ideas. Thank you for giving me ideas of what to talk about on this podcast. If you listen to our 100th episode where my husband, Nathan, interviewed me, um, I think he asked me, like, what what is one of the hardest things to do on a podcast? And like, by far, the hardest thing is to like, figure out what to what to talk about and what to help you guys and like how to share the ideas and wisdom and all of the things that my guests and I have perhaps come across over the years of our life. And 
today is kind of one of those things. And so over the last, and I've been doing this, you guys know that I usually wing most of my podcasts because like, I just really want to speak from my gut and my intuition. But if I'm going to try to give you guys 40 fucking lessons, there had to be something written down. So over the last couple of weeks, actually, I've just been like thinking about the things that make a big impact to me and like little lessons that I've had in my life. And so I'm going to go through about 40 of them. You know me. <laughs> I am, I cannot do numbers to save my life, which is crazy because I'm a business coach uh, and uh, I can help people make a lot of money. But, you know, normal counting, counting from one to 40, it's a very difficult thing and we need a calculator. So I'm going to try to list about 40 things. There might be 42. There might be 38. It is what it is. But hopefully you take something from it and hopefully something really resonates with you. And if it does, again, please come find me on Instagram at bchristina and send me a text message. Send me an email. I don't know where you're listening to this. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. But please send us a message and connect with me because I truly do this. I don't make a dollar. I actually spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year to create this podcast. So I don't make a dollar from it. And um, I do it because I truly just do want to serve and I want to connect with you. So here it goes. My 40 lessons at 40. And you guys, a few of these are great. A few of these might not be so great. But please, 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 again, tell me if I'm missing anything or if anything really resonates with you. But these are really important to me. And I, I'm proud of the things that I've I've listed here. And I hope that, you know, 85% of the time, I hope I'm living by these life lessons. And I think I do a pretty good job of it. So Number one, and you know I'm probably going to start with something like this, but decision is everything. I have learned over the last 40 years, decision is fucking everything. Make a decision. Decision, decision, decision. You can change your life with decision, faith, and action. And making a decision is sometimes, this is actually number two, making a decision is hard, actually. You know, there's so many people that suffer and there's so many people that cannot make a decision and people that I know and love and people that I work with trying to figure out how they can make a decision. Because making a decision is actually hard for a lot of people. And there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of mindset stuff. There's a lot of family stuff. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of things that come up for people in making a decision because they are so afraid to make the wrong decision. But a decision is everything. Make a decision. And like I've said on this podcast, and I've told clients, and I say it all the time on my social media, like a decision is like burn the motherfucking bridges. It is a decision. Make a decision and stick with it and don't negotiate on those on those decisions. So that was number one and two. Make a decision. Decision is everything. And you know, decision can actually be pretty hard. And if it is hard for you, figure out how to train the decision muscle because muscles or decision is a muscle, just like confidence is a muscle. The more decisions you make, the easier it will become. You know, I always tell people like if you have a really hard time making a decision when you go to a restaurant, because some people have a very hard time even picking something on a menu because they're so afraid to do it wrong or like, are they going to like it? Are they not going to like it? Are they going to be disappointed? Should they have gotten something else? But like I always say, like if you have a hard time making a decision, start with a menu, pick one thing, decide on it. And no matter what, stay to that decision and be happy with that decision. You can make a different decision next time, but like start with that decision. Um, the third thing is 
health is so important. You know, when you get older, like 40 years old, <laughs> and my husband, he's, I, it's so crazy to even say, he's 48 years old. So um, he's getting closer to 50. But like the older you get, health is everything. I used to work out like an absolute asshole, um, basically hating myself into getting skinnier. And now I work out because it's the number one thing. Like, a body emotion stays in motion. You know, there's people in our life that are close to us that have not taken care of themselves. And I just witness them not being able to like walk and like struggle to like literally unload the dishwasher and like sitting all the time and like using a wheelchair or, you know, a walker or whatever it is at a very, what I think is a very young age. Like if you're under 80, you should be able to at least walk and how you should be able to do that is because you've been doing it forever. I just, I have a really hard time. And I know for most people who really struggle with being taking care of themselves health wise, and this isn't, you know, I'm not shaming anyone or anything. I know that there's a lot of mindset, a lot of trauma that has happened. And that's the reason why you don't take care of yourself. But like, if you really think about it, if you don't have your health, no matter how much fucking money you have, you're screwed. Like you're done. And life is to be experienced. And if you are not taking care of yourself health wise, how are you ever going to do that? You know, I'm my I'm so proud of my parents. My parents are both in their middle 60s now. And both of my parents to this day, even though I make fun of my dad on how he works out, both of my parents have always been active. Both of my parents have always, you know, ate relatively well and moved their bodies and like literally gone to the gym or gone swimming and run and active and play golf and get outside and just take care of themselves. And I'm so freaking grateful for that. Like we went to Italy a couple of years ago for my mom's 60th birthday. And like, I guess I didn't even understand at the time, but like they did everything. Like we walked like miles and miles and miles every day. And like, there was like not even a thought in my head that they couldn't do it. I remember back probably about 10, 15 years ago, we took my grandparents to Hawaii and there's this crazy steep cliff. And I think back on it and I'm like, wow, I can't believe that we fucking did that. But like crazy, crazy, crazy steep cliff. And we took my parent, my grandparents down this crazy steep cliff at probably 70 something years old it was yeah they were guaranteed at least 70 and I'm like no brainer I'm like yeah let's just fucking do this just because they would they had always taken care of themselves and obviously Alzheimer's is a thing that I'm sure you can take care of yourself and there's so many things that you've learned about it but that's not one of the most physical things and you know it just health is everything you guys take care of yourself take care of yourself and you know the next thing I have here on one of the 40 lessons is have more fun. If I look back at my life, I have now chosen fun a lot more. But like I have always been so serious and I've always worked so hard. And I've always had like this story in my head that like I have to work all the time and I have to prove my worthiness and prove my value and like always be self-sacrificing because that's quote unquote like what we were shown love is because that's just what we knew, right? Like you had to work hard, you had to like, do everything for others. And you had to say no to some fun things. And now I I literally try to say fun, say 
<laughs> say yes to everything fun. Like if it brings me joy, chances are I'm going to say yes to it. And, you know, one of the things I talk uh, talk about and teach in my coaching practice is, you know, oftentimes people come to me for the finances, right? And I always say confidence is money. The more confidence that you have, the more you can figure out how to make money. Like money is not that hard to make. And I actually think that that's one of the lessons that I have come to, uh, to talk about today because I always... I've always been trained that like money is hard, money is bad, money's not easy to make and all of the things. And I've rewired my brain so much more. Obviously, I've like forever to go. You know, you're never fixed, quote unquote fixed, but like I'm so much better. But you know what money actually does for you is gives you the freedom. People think that they want money, but I was actually doing a, an intensive session with a client just a little while back. And I was like, how much more money do we need? And like literally boiled it down that she wanted $2,000 more per month. And we actually boiled that down. I was like, okay, what are you going to do with that? And it's like, she has everything that she actually wants. She just wants more fun in her life. She just wants more freedom in her life, more flexibility. And she actually has the finances to do it. So it was such an aha moment. Like she would have paid probably anything for that session just to get that clarity. And she already had like 98% of what she wanted in life. And sometimes you just need someone to reflect that back to you. But having, going back to have more fun, what finances can do for you is it gives you the flexibility to have more freedom to choose fun. And like, really, I am in a situation in my life that I have more today than I've ever had. And so what is the next level going to give me? I don't know. But unless I'm choosing fun now, I'm probably not going to choose fun at that next level. So just that is re your reminder that like, choose fun, choose the things that bring you joy. You know, the next thing here on my list is say yes to all the things that bring you joy and figure out a way to yes. I always tell anyone who wants to work with me, there's always a way to yes. If you can help me and I can help you find a way to yes, there's always a fucking way to yes. Always, always, always. And find the things that you want to do and say no to the things that fucking suck. And you guys, I'm not perfect at this. I will be 100% honest with you. I am not perfect at this. I have a tendency to overbook my schedule. And sometimes I say yes to things that <laughs> I necessarily don't have to do. I'm much better at it, but I'm not perfect. But say yes to the things that bring you joy. Your number one asset on this planet is time. And you are going to run out of it. And you are going to be fucking pissed that you didn't say yes to the things that bring you joy. Figure out a way to yes literally. Um, the next one I want to talk about here is um, don't take the easy road all the time. Take the passionate road. It is so much easier to stay driven to do something to, that's going to make an impact, that's going to make you the money, that's going to bring you the joy when you're passionate about it. So many people take the easy road and it fucking pisses me off because there is not like joy and abundance and like the highs and lows that come with following the passionate road instead of the easy road is like everything. Like you don't want easy all the time. No one fucking does. No one wants perfect. No one wants easy. No one wants that all the time. You want the passionate road. So sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be easy. But when you're passionate about it, you're able to stick with it. And it's just like such a lesson. Please, please pick the passionate road, not the easy road and be willing to do hard things like behind a hard thing is actually like so much joy. You've never done anything really hard and come out the other side and not been so fucking proud of yourself. 
take the hard road sometimes. Take the passionate road. Don't always choose what everyone else is doing and choose the easy road because that's really not what you want. You actually don't want the guy who's like, like perfect all the time. You kind of like a little bit of the rebel. You kind of like the person who's a little bit difficult because there's a bit of passion in that, right? Like for my single ladies out there, it's true. And my husband is probably that person in some regards as well. So um, the next one I w- would have to say here is take risks. Always be willing to be a little bit nervous. Again, it's that little bit of adrenaline. It's a little bit of that excitement. Take the risk. Go for the path that most people don't want to take. And most people who take the easy road have that average life, to be honest with you. The person who takes the risk, the person who's willing to get their ass kicked, the person who's willing to be a bit nervous all the time, that person, chances are, is going to have the life that you want. They will get their ass kicked here and there, but man, they'll have some abundance around along the lines too. And, you know, I just want to be always willing to take a little bit of risk. I'm a gambler. I'm a person who likes the action, but comes with that oftentimes is, you know, big risk, big reward. We've all heard it, right? All right. The next one here might make you laugh hysterically, but it's so true. Like nobody really gives a shit about you. So do the things you want to do. There's probably a half a dozen people barely in this world that really give two shits about me. Like if I croak tomorrow and I've told my husband this too, like if I croak tomorrow, There will be people that will be sad. There is probably a half a dozen people that will be really devastated. But most people will find another coach. Most people will find another friend. Most people will only think about me a couple times. So why do anyone give a shit so much about what everyone else is going to think about you currently? Like right now, all the people that you actually think that like give so many shits about you actually will not care when you're dead at least a year or two years five years there's probably like you know like I said maybe a dozen maybe you're better maybe you're better than me maybe there's a dozen people that are actually going to give a shit so why do you give a shit about what they think right now like that is one of the best lessons if you stop this podcast right now and you just took that from it you're fucking winning because nobody really gives a shit so do the things that you absolutely want to do And, you know, the next one uh, on my 40 list here of 40 lessons at 40 is um, keep your integrity like that actually goes perfectly with nobody really gives a shit, but keep your integrity, because if you don't have your integrity, what the fuck else do you have? Like you literally don't have anything unless you have your integrity and like it matters more to you than anything else. When you're 85 years old, you're probably going to give a shit about that way more than the little things that you kind of get stressed out about. Like one kind of rule that I have is if I'm not going to care about this like next week or next year, then why the fuck do I care about it so much right now? Like literally just stop and think about that. When you're stressed out about something, when you're so worried about something, are you going to even remember, let alone give a shit six weeks from now or a year from now or even a week from now. Like so much of the bullshit we worry about, we will not care about. So promise you, (laughs) promise you, keep your integrity and nobody gives a shit about you. All right, number 10. And you guys know I'm all over the place here, but I'm hoping you're enjoying this and I'd love to know yours as well. So like I said, please send me a message over on Instagram. But um, number 10, see the world 
get out and see the damn world. You know, I'm so lucky that my parents started taking us away when we were little kids. Like we started going to Hawaii and well, Hawaii was mostly where my parents took us when we were a kid, but that put the travel bug in me. And I've never talked about this on this podcast, I don't think. But when I was 18 years old, I went backpacking by myself for four months through Fiji, New Zealand, and a stopover in Malaysia. And I literally like I tell the people that now today that I was 100% by myself for four months in foreign countries and people like minds are blowing. You know, obviously that was 20 something years ago. God, way more than that. But <laughs> 25 years ago, but still like not 25, 20. I don't know. Yeah. 22 years ago, 21 years ago, whatever it is, 20 something years ago, I did this by myself. And it was the greatest experience of all time. Like, and this was way before cell phones. You guys, like, I literally remember calling people on a payphone or going to the internet cafe. I don't know if any of you have ever, like, hung out in an internet cafe 20 years ago, but this is basically where you walked into a place, hooked up to a computer, and, like, the dial-up, you know, like, that whole sound, the dial-up internet, and you paid per minute, and I was, like, sending quick emails. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to run out of time. Like, I was broke as a joke. Mind you, I wasn't broke as a joke. I probably went there with, like, I don't know, $15,000 for, like, four months, and, like, Obviously, today, I probably couldn't live on $15,000 in one month, but for, for four months, I was over there and like I stayed in hostels and I like did these backpacking trips and I like hitchhiked and I like I went skydiving and bungee jumping and whitewater rafting and like, you know, went out to the pubs with people I didn't even fucking know from foreign countries. I did all of these things and like seeing the world is the greatest thing ever, like even still to this day. There has been no other trips in my life that I've enjoyed more than the ones where my husband and I go to foreign countries for, you know, a couple of weeks at a time at Christmas. And, you know, in two weeks, you guys, just so you know, by the way, I am going to be taking some time off. So I'm not going to be on social media as much. But the cool thing is you guys are going to have six weeks of podcasts where my clients, current and past clients, are interviewing me. So we're going to be calling it the Client File Series. It's going to be starting at the end of October. And there's six weeks where my clients interview me and you're going to get to know me a little bit more. You're going to get to know them a little bit more. You're going to get to know like what we do in the coaching container and why they hire me and all the fun things. So that is coming up here on the podcast at the end of October, the client file series. But all that to be said, travel the world. That's what I'm going to do. So for my 40th birthday, um, my husband, he's like, what do you want me to get you? And, I was, <laughs> and this was years ago. And I was like, I got him a like I everything for for me is about sentiment. So like whether it costs a dollar or a million dollars, there has to be like a reason behind it. And I've always wanted to, you guys know, like most, I, I think most women for sure have always wanted to experience like the little hut above the water in the middle of the ocean and like just like the Bora Bora Maldives kind of dream, right? Like that's kind of everyone's dream. And I've just always wanted to do that. But then when I went to hike Kilimanjaro in 2018, or 19, whatever year it was. Um, I loved Africa and it was amazing. And I told Nathan, I was like, oh my God, I would love to come back here and do a safari with you. And Nath one of Nathan's bucket list places has always been 
uh, Dubai due to the buildings and the infrastructure and the construction and all the things. And I thought to myself, I'm like, well, fuck, if we're going to the Maldives, why don't we just hit up like, you know, three close countries? So we are actually going on a bucket list trip for my 40th birthday. So that's my actual gift. I'm doing nothing on my actual birthday. I might go get a massage. I'm like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm not really a birthday person, but we're doing a bucket list trip. And that is part of my, my lessons, my life lessons is see the world, man. Like I've gone to so many countries and I feel like I haven't gone to like a fraction of all that I want to go. So we're going to be checking off three countries on our list um, in the next month or so, um, most mostly in November. But we have been to so many countries together. I've been to countries, I've been to numerous countries, um, you know, by myself when I was golfing when I was hosting television shows, I actually hosted a travel documentary in England back in the day. Like there's been so many places that I have gone and seeing the world just opens up your eyes. And what you come to learn is that we are all so different. Yes, but we are all exactly the same. No matter where you are, I remember uh, we were on a boat in Thailand and Nathan looked at me and we were around you know, there's probably 20 countries represented of people on this boat. It was like a tourist boat, which is like the first time we've ever done that. And probably the last we're more of a private boat people. But <laughs> we learned that on that trip. We're like, are we really on like a, you know, I it reminds me here in Arkansas, they have these like, um, it's called like the duck boat tours where you get on these boats and you like, drive through town and like everyone's crammed in on these boats that's really not my vibe if I'm gonna be honest with you I'm kind of bougie when it comes to that I'm like um I have a private boat not a big ass tourist boat however that day was actually so fun our our uh we we hired a um a travel guide when we were in Thailand and she like bought us tickets to do this like travel boat through the middle of Thailand um, on the river and we were on this boat and there's probably like 20 countries represented and Nathan just turned to me and he goes you know there's 20 different languages being spoken on this boat and yet we're all the same we're all smiling we're all looking at the same thing we're all laughing at children we're all you know enjoying our time you know drinking drinks and and you know, pointing at structures. And it's so true. We are all so the same and yet so, so different, but we're not that different to our core. We're, you know, all good people, most of us, hopefully. <laughs> but um, going to that was number 10, see the world. Hey, ladies, pay attention. It is Christina. I am so excited to announce that the waitlist is finally open for the Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind. This is a mastermind that I've been doing for over six years and served hundreds of women helping them step into their purpose, decide it is their turn to live a life that they're absolutely obsessed with, not only be obsessed with it, but make a profit. You do not have to have a business, but you have to be ready to decide it is your turn for an absolutely magical life. When you put your name on this waitlist, you are going to be the very first one to be notified when you can sign up. Plus there's a huge signing bonus when you do sign up and you get on that waitlist. The only people who get the discount are those who are on the waitlist. So do not hesitate. Get on that list right now. We will sell out. The mastermind starts in January. The Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind. Find the link in my bio, head on over to Instagram, text me the word mastermind to 501-222-3362 and I'll send you all the information, get you on that wait list. You're gonna save money. You're gonna decide it is your turn to live your absolute best life.
Number 11. God, this is going to be a long fucking podcast. I better hurry it up, right? Um, hopefully you're enjoying it. Again, let me know if I'm if I'm off track here. But I thought this was cool. Um, number 11. Um, what, what did I say here? Oh, yeah. It's hard to have a great life without having faith. I lived half of my life, literally almost half of my life, without faith. And I've lived half of my life now with faith. And I will tell you, the second half has been a fuck ton better because I have faith that there is something greater than myself out there that's guiding my way. And whether you believe in God, source, universe, woo woo, crystals, all the things, I don't really care, but you have to believe in something greater than yourself. And for me, it's God, but life is a lot better with it. Number 12, don't be afraid to love deeply. Be afraid not to. You know, that is something most people don't know this, but I lost my best friend to suicide when he was 16 years old, 16 or 17, um, 1999. And for probably about two years after that, I didn't want to like anything or love anyone for sure. I think that's really where I learned to push everyone away. And um, there was a long period of time where I did not want to feel because the pain that I felt was the deepest pain ever. And um, I just did not want to experience any type of joy because then I knew I could lose it and I knew it could be hurt. Well, obviously, after some time and some healing, there's a lot of time and healing in between that. But um, I could not imagine not loving deeply anymore. I I really I tell all my clients that I love them. Um not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's honest to God the truth. I love a lot of people. Like I love my neighbor Joyce. She probably doesn't know that. <laughs> I probably should tell her that. I do tell her I love her though. But um I love people really really deeply. And I also understand what what comes with that is the ability to get really hurt. I got hurt by a girlfriend um, really hurt by a girlfriend in the last couple of years. And as much as I don't want to experience that pain and didn't want to experience that pain and how much it hurt, I also know that I didn't want to experience the joy that came from that. And so my advice or my lesson is, yes, you will get hurt, but not being able to experience the deepest kind of love is more painful than protecting yourself from the possible pain. So that would be my advice there. Don't be afraid to love someone deeply. Be afraid not to. Uh, next one. Gratitude for the now is the path to what you want in the future. And if you don't understand this, I promise you, you will. <laughs> Whether you're 60 years old or 20 years old listening to this, you have to understand that gratitude for now is how you get all that you want in the future. If you aren't grateful for what you have right now, no matter what it is that you have right now, it may look extremely far from what you actually want, but your ability to be grateful for where you are now is the absolute 100% path to everything that you want. It took me a long time to get that. It probably took me 30 I don't know, 33, 34 years to understand that. But once I started literally living in gratitude for what I had now is how I have everything I have today. And so if you don't get that, if you don't understand that, perhaps um, perhaps joining our Women's Mastermind would be a, a, good, a good thing for you. The Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind, which is on a wait list right now. We open that up towards the end of November for... Um, 
for signing up. And it's something that we talk about in there all the time, you know, whether that is for your business, your personal life, your your self, whatever it is. But gratitude for the now is the path to everything that you want in the future. All right. The next one, which is so interesting, too, because I talk about this a lot in the Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind is money isn't that hard to make. <laughs> and your emotion to money is truly the key to making money. Like people who don't find it hard to make money don't have a hard time making money. People who believe money is bad, people who believe money is scarce, people who believe money needs to be hoarded, people who believe money is evil, people who believe money is hard. Those are the people who have trouble with money. Like literally, swear to God, like that's the thing. And the more and more and more and more that I've learned this, the more like I understand I can easily make money. Money is just it's just a thing. And it's the emotion that's tied to money is truly what is preventing you or causing you to make it. Like if you think money is fun and easy and easy to make, trust me, it's fucking easy to make. Like I can make money anytime because I just, I understand that I can always make money. Like, and by the way, how I think this is because I have been training myself to believe this even when I didn't have money. I have more money today than I've ever had before. And the only reason why is because it is so fucking easy to make money. Like, I'm not afraid of money. I spend money. I'm not, I don't have to hoard money. Like, you can take all my money away and I'll figure out. How, now, don't, don't tell it. I'm not going to fucking be that person that's like, oh, money doesn't make you happy. Money makes things a lot easier and money gives you freedom. 110%. I'm not telling you that. And like, my mon amount of, the amount of money I have might be nothing compared to the money that you have, or it might be like 50 times. I have no fucking idea. But my belief is that money is easy to make. My belief is that money is like not a bad thing. I believe 110% I can be just as amazing human, perhaps even more with money. And like, that's just my belief. And like, I have trained myself like a motherfucker because I want money. I want to be able to have the freedom that money brings. I want to be able to do the good things in this world that I do because I have money. I 100% believe money is easy to make and hold and find in all the things. We were talking about this in the mastermind the other day, how so many people have all of these stories about money. And like, even if you find money easy to make, but like, perhaps you can't hold money. We were talking about this in the mastermind. There was one girl who she can make it, but fuck me, she can't hold it. And so that's the temperature, right? The temperature of money, learning how to hold money, learning how to not make money a bad thing or a good thing or whatever it is. Money is neutral. Money is neutral. How you make money is your beliefs about money, how you think about money. What are the emotions to money? And that's, you know, that's a ton of work. And we do that. We talk about that in, you know, the mastermind all the time. We talk about that, you know, in coaching, whatever it is, like, Money is neutral. Your thoughts are how you make money. Um, number 15, <laughs> don't scroll Instagram. It, like literally, you want to change your fucking life? People who have extreme anxiety, who watch the news all day, there's a man who walks around in my subdivision not even fucking shitting you. And this has nothing to do with the the vid. This has everything to do with like how sad this gentleman must be. For over two years, this gentleman has been walking around in the subdivision. He used to wear gloves and like a fucking hazmat suit, but 
still to this day, off and on, like he's gotten a little, I'd say it's about 50% of the time now he only walks with a mask on. But do you know what he does the whole time? Whether you're wanting to wear a mask outside or not, that's your fucking opinion. I could give two shits. But my knowing is that this gentleman is extremely scared. And the guy has walked every single day for two years. I was like, oh my God, you're probably healthier than 99% of people. Like you've walked every single fucking day because I walk every day. So I see him and he rides his bike and all the things. But do you know what he does the whole entire time, guys? He has 100% never seen him without it. His cell phone tuned in to CNN, listening to the news the whole fucking time. Now, I don't, I'm not telling you just because it's CNN. He could be listening to Fox the whole fucking time. I don't care what it is. But this gentleman, for the last two and a half years, and if he's doing this on his walk, what is he doing the other 23 hours of the day? Listening to the news. Listening to the news and getting this like narrative soaked up into his head. So if this is you for news or if this is you for social media and you have fear and anxiety and worry and worried about what's going to happen in this world and all of the things that people are saying, get off fucking social media and get off the fucking news and go live in a little fucking bubble and just take care of your own life. Uh, whether you think it's right or wrong, I live very much in a bubble. I don't know what's fucking going on with most things. And guess what? I am probably one of the happiest people that you know. Why? Because I'm in my motherfucking bubble doing my own thing, being so grateful for the life that I have, just serving humans, keeping my integrity, like doing fun shit. Well, why do you think I'm fucking happy? That's it. Like literally stay out of other people's fucking shit. And you can say that I'm naive and stupid and how am I going to help the world or whatever? Uh, guess what, guys? Guess what? No matter what, if I'm on social media 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if I'm listening to Fox News and CNN as I fucking walk, I am not going to be able to heal all of the things that are happening in this world. I know what I heal in this world. I know what, jo what job God has put in my heart. I do it with my clients. I hopefully do it with you on this podcast. And guess what? That's all I fucking have to do. That's my job. I don't have to go fucking figure out how to stop wars and stop the bullshit and stop the lies and be sucked into all of the shit that everyone talks about. I don't have to because I know what I do. This is my little bubble. I stay in it. I'm probably the happiest person. I am helping the world and healing the world in my own small, tiny way. And I'm enjoying my experience in life. You know, I was doing a podcast with a guy who's coming out in, I think, November or December. His name is Clinton Anderson. And I kept telling him, I was like, but do you enjoy your experience of life? And he just didn't understand, I don't think. And I 100% understand that like my job is to enjoy the experience of my life and bless others in the ways that I know how. And if I have to stay in my little tiny bubble and enjoy the fuck out of it, guess what? I'm making the world a better place doing it. So that's all I'm just telling you is get off social media, get off, get off CNN, stay in your little bubble. For me, that has been the best lesson. And the next one, which is definitely funny as well, is stress will kill you. 100%, no doubt about it. I think most sickness whether it's cancer, Alzheimer's, whatever it is, it comes from being stressed. I, I, I believe that I'm obviously not a doctor, no science. I'm sure there's tons of science behind it, but stress will kill you. Um, next one, it's okay. And I hope you listen to this one. It is okay to change the way your family did things or does things. You are no longer your parents' stories. You are no longer your parents' decisions. And now you can take that parents, close family, friends, whatever the fuck it is. But you have the power to change your family's story. You have the power to 
put an end to things that have been done for generations. You have the power to decide it's your turn to do that. And no one is going to do it for you. You have the power to do that. And it is more than okay to change the way that your family has done something if you don't agree with it. Period. I have done this with a lot of things. There's a lot of amazing things that my parents have taught me. And there's things that are no longer serving me. And I'm going to choose something different. And that is a lesson that I stand by wholeheartedly. It is okay to change the way your family has done things. All right. The next one, which I definitely want to throw in here just in case my parents hear it. Your parents did the best that they absolutely could. Most people are doing the best that they can. You have to give yourself grace to know that you're not perfect. Your parents did the best that they could with what they had. If they were fucked up, chances are their parents were fucked up. And again, this goes back to the last one. You have the power to decide it's your turn to change things and only you can do it. No one else can do it. The number one, I should make this the number one lesson. Like you have the power to decide it's your turn. You can change your life today. No one else is going to change it. And you can't blame anyone but you if you're not changing your shit. A lot of bad things happen in this world. A lot of bad things probably happen to you, but the only person who can change it is you. Um, something that I believe 110% is your thoughts are not your reality and you have the power to change those thoughts. And when you change your thoughts, you change your reality. 110%. Um, <clears throat> next one, hire help. Fast track everything and make things easy. If you don't have the money to do it, barter. Like literally you fucking absolutely hate cleaning your house figure out something that you want to do and change and swap it out with someone who doesn't mind cleaning your house. There's always a way to yes. Most people are lazy and most people, I, and I know that sounds very unkind, but it's true. Most people are lazy and never find a way to yes. If you keep the one thought in your head there, that there's always a way to yes, you will win 100%. There's always a way to yes. And you can always make more money. Like you can always make more money, figure out a way to do it, we did a thing in the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind the other day that I challenged every woman in the group to go make $100 in 24 hours. It's just like, and it doesn't matter what it is. You could have challenged for a thousand and they could have done it because there's always a way to make money. There is so much fucking money in this world and all you have to do is solve a problem with the skills, talents, abilities, things that you have. You could sell a whole bunch of random shit in your house that you never use make $100 in a heartbeat. The more money that you make, the more more you realize that you can make money. It's just a thing. I remember when I was playing golf and I was like, I've always been a great putter, but I was struggling for a little, I was like a t period of time. And a coach told me, go make 100 one foot putts in a row. Well, that's so stupid, right? You can make a one foot putt, but it's not because what I was doing was my brain was seeing me make the putt over and over and over and over and never missing. So my brain knew that I never missed a putt. That was the greatest thing ever. And then once I understood the power of the mind, making one foot putts and then telling myself all the time that I'm the greatest fucking putter, <laughs> trust me, my putting went through the roof at that time. And I'm still the greatest putter. I've talked about this on the podcast. Whether you believe me or not, whether I am or not, it doesn't fucking matter. I believe I'm the world's greatest putter. And I'm actually going to be playing golf today and I will be remembering that. All right. The next one. Um, when you know your worth, you will get paid for what you believe you're worth. Like that's probably one of the biggest things that I know people suffer with is worthiness to believe that they are 
worth getting paid a certain thing. If you don't have a high self-worth and a high self-confidence, it's going to be very hard for you to get paid well. It's just that simple. And if you want to debate me on that, hey, no problem. Let's jump on a call. Happy to do so. If you know that this is probably a true statement and you need to build your self-worth and you need to build your self-confidence, the wait list for my Decided to Turn Women's Mastermind is open. We uh, start again in January. That 100% will help you build your self-worth and your self-confidence. There's no one that's worked with me who has not walked away more confident and more worthy in themselves, period, 100%. The next one I have here is confidence is pretty much 90% of everything. Like, it just fucking is. Like, it just is. A confident person will have more fun, more alignment, more joy, more money, all of the things in life. And if you don't believe that's true, then chances are you're probably not that confident. Like it's just, it is what it is. And again, this is my podcast, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Take what you want, leave what you don't. (laughs) But I promise you, promise you, promise you, confidence is everything. Um, And confidence, like, you know, the next one I have here is everything you think isn't true. And like you have to create your thoughts, create your reality, right? So if you're thinking it, just because you're thinking it doesn't mean that it has to be true. So start thinking the things that you want to be true and chances are you're going to get a lot closer to that. Um, The next one is, and this one is like just the best, go out of your way to be kind to someone. Take a photo for someone, tell them they look pretty, comment their ba- comment on their bag, comment on their there are eyelashes. I don't care what it is, but go out of your way to be kind. If every single human on the planet just went out of their way to be kind to one other person, 90% of the world's problems would go away. It's just that simple. Like kindness is everything. And if you aren't kind, just be kind and even be kind to assholes. I always write that on my social media. If you don't follow me over on Instagram or LinkedIn and I think we're on TikTok and all the things. I'm the only one. I do everything on Instagram. So if you ever actually want to talk to me, come over to Instagram at BeChristina, where I encourage everyone to be themselves and decide it's their turn. But um, be kind. Be kind even to assholes. Um, This is a really good one. And I've shared this with the clients a lot lately, which is um, nobody's going to work harder for you than you. And I remember getting this like news flash uh, back when I was playing professional golf. You know, every athlete when they're starting out always thinks the minute I get an agent, I'm just going to blow the fuck up and I get an agent and everything's going to work out and I'm going to get all this jobs and all the things. Guess what, guys? I got the agent. <laughs> and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I was like, oh, fuck, no one is going to work harder for me than me. And that's true. No one is going to work harder for you than you. I have so many clients who are entrepreneurs and business owners. And as much as they love their employees and as much as they want their employees to get it, at the end of the day, nobody's going to work harder for you than you. It's it, it's just that simple. It really is. Um, the next one actually goes for all of my uh, for all of my business owners. Let's not sweat the small stuff. You know, I learned this from my coach. She has a um, like a motto in her business that nothing's an emergency. And I love that. And I actually share that with a lot of my clients, but don't sweat the small stuff and nothing is an emergency. Most of the things that we're all doing are not brain surgery. Most of the things are not life and death. Most of the things we kind of think they're life and death in the moment, but they really aren't. And kind of this goes back to one of the other lessons, which was, you know, if you're not going to think about it six weeks from now or six months from now or six years from now, why the fuck are you worried about it? So don't sweat the small stuff a hundred percent. Um, 
you know, I was talking to Nathan about this list and <laughs> uh, these the next like five are his because I was like, you know, I'm missing about four or five of these things. And I, just let me know what you think. And he, he goes, uh, these are this are Mr. Nathan Salters. Um, sleep isn't what did he say? <laughs> he said going to bed at eight o'clock is annoying. And I was like, are you kidding me? going to bed because he's like as you get older you go to bed earlier like it's just annoying I was like are you fucking kidding me going to bed at eight o'clock is the greatest thing ever and I don't care if you call me a loser okay here's a life lesson going to bed at eight o'clock is the greatest fucking thing ever and when you're young you think that that it makes you a loser when you're 40 you think that that's fucking everything so I am so proud to go to sleep at eight at eight o'clock um he said that you should start thinking about your 60s and 70s as a life lesson when you're in your 40s. You start thinking about retirement. What's your eight, What's your life going to look like? And this one is really good because he said, if you're not careful, it's going to look the exact same as it does today if you don't want it to. And I think this goes to one of the things that I tell people all the time is that like, if you're waiting you're missing the whole entire point. Life is not to be waited for because, you know, I'm turning 40 next week. Guess what? I might not make it to, to next week. Like, probably I will. Fingers crossed I do. But there's no guarantees. I could fall down the stairs going out of my podcast room tonight. Like, you know what? Like, it, nothing is guaranteed. So what the fuck are you doing waiting for? I think to me, that's one of my biggest fears for all the people that I love, whether that's clients, family, friends, whatever. It's like, it makes me so sad when people are waiting. Like you can tell it in my voice. It just, it, it kills me because you have to live now. You have to, please. If you take one thing from this podcast, it's like, if you're not, if you're not careful, like you're going to miss doing all the things that you wanted to do. And if you want your life to look different in your sixties and seventies than it does at your forties, you're going to have to be very fucking intentional with that. And if you want it to look the same, you're going to have to be very intentional about that. Life is so unbelievably short. Again, going back to the beginning, like I can't believe I'm fucking 40. And yet I feel so young all at the same time. Um, the next one is uh, Nathan said was your circle gets smaller and more important as you get older. And that's true. Um, you know, I want a really, really tight circle that makes me feel so abundant and so blessed and so big. And I really try to limit my time around those who make me not the best version of me. And sometimes that's really hard because sometimes it's people you love. But if you want to get to the next level in life, you want to enjoy your life, you want to have this abundant life, then you're really, you're honestly, you're going to have to figure out the circle. And that's why I always promote like my masterminds and my retreats and all of those things, because it is true. You are who you surround yourself with. So if you want to have this big, abundant, like just gratitude filled life, you sure as fuck need to be around those people. It's it's just that simple, you know. And the next one he said was uh, take time to talk to those that you love. And that's true. You know, oftentimes we go through life and we're so rushed and we think like five minutes here and five minutes there. And I'll be honest with you, like even right now, just with my grandma being in the situation that she's in, I, I never want to miss a FaceTime with her. And I never want to miss a chat with her because I never know if it's, oh. I don't know if it's going to be the last one. And I want to think the same thing with my family and my close friends because they may not be, you know, really ill right now. But you again, you never know what could happen. And so 
take time, take time to do the things that you love, take time to talk to those that you love. You know, one thing that I do know is, um, and I believe it to my core, I know that I know that I know that I know my grandma and grandpa know that I love them because I've always taken the time to tell them. I've always taken the time to show it. And I don't regret that for a fucking second. So whether that's with your closest friends, your family, whatever, take time to talk to those that you love. You will never regret that. What you will regret is that you didn't do it when you had the chance. Um, the next one, this is, <laughs> this is back to mine because that was a good one, Nathan. That was a good one. Take time to talk to those that you love. For sure, for sure, for sure. He did want me to mention that come up with a family, um, come up with a family logo or come up with a family motto, which we have. We wear bracelets every single day for the last, I think it's been three or four years now, that say HHPK, which is happier, healthier, more patient and kind. And that is our model that we try to live by between the two of us every single day. And so he's like, definitely throw in the family, the family motto. And then he always loves the quote from Jamie Johnson, who was on the podcast way back in the day. He said, um, when quitting isn't an option, everything else is. And that kind of goes back to my slogan that I got from my good friend Todd, which is there's always a way to yes. So believe in that. And, you know, the last couple I think are really, really important is, um, you know, you have to believe in yourself, self belief trumps pretty much everything else. If you don't believe in yourself, it's going to be really hard. And if you have a hard time believing in yourself, that comes back to confidence. And if you need someone, you know, oftentimes I hear people say that they borrow my confidence in them until they gain their own. And if that's what I get to do as a coach, then fuck yes, because that's going to change everything. That's going to make your life more abundant. That's going to help you make more money. That's going to help you be more confident. Like you 100% have to do that. All right, we are winding this down to the last few things that I have to say. And I, I don't think that these were in any order. I did start out with the, the big decision because I think that that's very important. But um, the last couple here that I think is, is really helpful is, you know, you need to trust where you're at right now is where you need to be. And you're here for a reason and a season. You know, everything that I can look back on, it's always easy to look back, right? You always wonder why you're not right where you want to be right now. But when you look back you can kind of realize that everything was probably happening as it should. And I can do that for my clients. I can do that for my family. I can do that for myself really easy because I have that mindset. But I 100% believe that I 100% believe that you need to believe that where you are right now is where you need to be. And again, you can you have the power to decide it's your turn. You have the power to decide that you're going to do something decision different and no one is responsible for doing that besides you. And getting out of that blame game is probably one of the greatest things that you can do. Um, last, one of the last couple ones here is people remember how you made them feel rather than who you were or what your title was. And I really try to remember that. I guarantee you there's some people that probably think I'm an asshole because I haven't always been perfect. And I haven't always, I'm not saying I'm perfect today, but I've, I have bad days. But people remember how you make them feel. And I always want to make people feel pretty damn good because that's just how they'll remember. And I want them to feel great because confident people do great things in this world. Confident people who love themselves do great things in this world. You know, the last one I, I think is so important and it's this. And I heard it on a podcast lately. My husband and I were talking about it the other day. You know, 
the best investment you can ever make is in yourself. Because when you become a better version of you and you are living in alignment with what your purpose is on this planet, there is nothing greater. There is nothing greater. So please, 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 out of all of the lessons, remember at any moment you, in time, you can decide it's your turn. The only person who can decide it's your turn is you. And the only way that you can truly live in your purpose and make a big, big impact in this world and enjoy the experience on the planet is by making yourself the best version of you. And I am so fucking grateful that I get to do this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I can't believe I'm 40. It's crazy. It's crazy to think, but I'm excited for what the next hopefully 40 plus years look like. I don't know if I'll be doing this podcast for 40 years, but fuck, if you listen, I might just, I might just do it because I love it. I'm so grateful for what I get to do. I'm still always going to be doing my masterminds, my one-on-one coaching, my retreats. I'm still going to be saying yes to all the fucking things I love. I'm still going to be keeping my integrity and doing it my way, the best way that I know how. And hopefully if, if our paths cross, whether it be online or in person, hopefully you can... Um, you can know that I love and appreciate and care for every single one of you. And hopefully I make you feel like make you feel like that because that is just so damn important to me. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. Don't forget, you can decide it's your turn at any moment in time. Also, don't forget that in uh, at the end of October, we are going to be doing those client files. I think you'll find them so fun and so interesting. My clients are fucking amazing humans. So you're going to get to meet them. Plus, you're going to get to learn some random shit about me and things that you have never heard before because the questions that they came up with were truly amazing. So thank you, guys. I hope to see you on social media. I hope to see you in my text at 501-222-3362. Text me the word podcast and we can connect and chat. And if you're interested in the Decide It's Your Turn Women's Mastermind, that wait list is now open. It's filling up. We're going to be opening those spots in November when I'm back from my trip. And um, yeah, at any moment in time, you can decide it's your turn. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.